Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for September the 1st in the year of our Lord, 2021. This is our one of two in our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law, the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances are brilliant and put in place by our founding fathers. But you got to use them, folks, or they don't work. <laughs> got it? We believe the checks and balances are one of the great last solutions we still have at our fingertips, ladies and gentlemen. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. And let me be very clear about that. You know what? We will defend ourselves if necessary. That's our God-given inalienable right of self-defense. Let's be very clear. It's just our intent to peacefully restore what's already ours. We don't like war. We love the Prince of Peace, even Jesus Christ. We don't want war. We don't seek war. We don't look for war. We're not the warmongers. But you know what? We will do what we need to do to preserve liberty. We just hope to go about it peacefully. The only question left is, will they let us, right? All right, just want to make that very, very clear. Welcome to the broadcast. Hope you're all doing absolutely fantastic. As you know, we were not live yesterday because we were on the TV show. Brighty on TV's got a show for Richard Mack. It's called The Richard Mack Show. I co-host that show with him. And it's, uh, it's one of the hours, the second hour of Liberty Roundtable Live. So I'm taking a couple of weeks off to help Brighty on TV get uh, everything squared away. Once they do, we'll simulcast. And then we'll be on radio and TV for that hour. So just hang tight. Give us a little bit of time to get all the ducks in a row to make all the technical glitches, you know, solve all those. And then we'll be ready to go. And we'll have live radio and TV every Tuesday's second hour simulcasting so it's actually really good news ladies and gentlemen just give us a little bit of time for that so i did not take a break yesterday because i was sick that isn't true i'm not all the way over the COVID. i've still got pneumonia from COVID. it really sucks my lungs hurt all the time we're working on that but hey i didn't die i came out the other side we'll talk about all that as the broadcast unfolds as well but first a quick recap of monday's show we had on lil nelson campaign for liberty.org we talked about the u.s government versus the United States, Jacob G. Hornberger, great, great article on Lou Rockwell. We talked about an old soldier's denial on Afghanistan. We talked about that in detail. We talked about why natural immunity works so well. Each of us was blessed with an immune system that protects you from billions of viruses every day. Your immune response comes in two forms. Did you know that? It's called humoral and cellular. Anyway, the breakdown and the details are very interesting in that if you study it. Uh, basically, one idea is that, hey, we prevent any illnesses from even getting into the cells. And then once they get into the cells, we have an attack mechanism to destroy them within the cells even. The reality is the only way we're going to really solve corona or any other virus is if we create natural immunity in people enough to where it's not a meltdown. That's primarily what we've done with the flu and every other thing in the, in the world. But now they want to use it because they're tyrannical thugs and they want to take control of you, me, our families, our lives. And they want to regulate everything under the sun using this. It's a satanic plan from the pit of hell. It comes from the origins of communism. It's tyranny versus liberty. And you better get the score of the game quick because we're losing. 
Americans better start to stand up and defend their right to reject vaccines, to reject masks, and to reject all the supposed authority these people claim or think they have. The only authority they really have, ladies and gentlemen, is the authority we legitimately delegated to them, and nothing, nothing, nothing more. Do you got it? So don't let them just run around and just act like uh, they have all the authority in the world because they don't. And the only thing they're afraid of is you and I waking up to that reality and calling a halt to their con game. Got it? You better get involved, ladies and gentlemen. You are blessed by God Almighty with an immune system. Trust God, not man. Please. All right. UK data destroys entire premise for vaccine push. Amen to that reality check. It's an Israeli study, UK study. They're all vaxxed to the hilt, and yet they got breakthrough cases galore. They're not rare. The CDC lied to you. The reality is the vaccines and their, quote, immunity, it's waning. That's why they got to have the second shot and then the booster shot. And then now they're saying they got to have three booster shots a year. How effective is that? They lied to you, folks. Just get used to it, okay? And realize they're lying to you now, too. Second hour, we had Dr. Scott Bradley with us. Freedomsrisingsun.com, his website, to preserve the nation, his lifelong goal and collegiate series to match. And we talked about a study previous COVID. 19 infections prevent way more future sickness than the Pfizer shot. Largest real-world analysis shows that natural immunity 10 times better. People who recovered from a bout with the coronavirus face lower risk compared to those who have not experienced the virus at all but have had two vaccine shots. The increased protection found in the study extended beyond reinfection. As natural immunity was found to have less symptomatic cases, less hospitalizations, we can go on and on and on with the truth they won't admit. The largest real-world analysis to date said, hey, you know what? It's just way better with natural immunity, and more and more and more doctors are starting to speak out. Even doctors from Harvard and Yale started to tell that tale. Of course, they've been marginalized, and their careers have been attacked, and they've been de platform than everything else for their stance but good for them for having the truth set them free anyway huh data from the united kingdom or the uk meanwhile doubles down and says vaccinated people are spreading the virus big time the breakthrough cases are not rare that was a lie latest uk delta covid data is ugly 67 percent of the deaths are vaccinated wow Daniel Horowitz in a column in The Blaze talked about 15 different studies that backs up this major study showing that natural immunity is superior to vaccines. So you've got study after study after study on this, ladies and gentlemen. We also talked about why these anti-COVID plastic barriers do more harm than good. All they do is redirect the germs. And it just depends on what direction you want to point the airflow to get who's sick. That's all they claim now. That's after they literally put these things up everywhere now they tell you that it's kind of like the masks at force everybody to wear a mask and then admit they don't work i mean these people have lost all all credibility we need the uh, covid 19 uh criminal trials because these people are flat out criminals folks <laughs> they're just out of control we also talked about ida hits as one of the strongest storms hurricane ida made landfall and it's just disaster thank heavens the levees didn't break other than that they say it's like the fifth strongest storm to ever hit the United States, and the damage and the devastation is just, wow, millions of people without power. Well, well over a million, they say. 
Uh, just serious. It ain't, it ain't coming back anytime soon. They say if you have a house here, it's probably trash. Don't come back. There's nothing for you here now. People are deciding they're out now. They can't stay. I don't understand why they keep building in those lowlands in the first place. You would think after you get wiped out completely, like devastatingly for months on end, after a time or two, you'd think, nah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to live somewhere on higher ground there. That's just what I'm going to do. You would think that. But no, they just keep going back, going back, going back. And uh, there you have it. <clears throat> wow. All right, that's a recap of Monday's show. On Tuesday, we talked about this uh, David Robert Steele, Robert David Steele, uh, and how he was doing the Arise USA bus tour uh, with Richard Mack and, and me and several others. Anyway, Robert David Steele was a CIA guy. A lot of times they say once CIA, always CIA, right? Well, anyway, it turns out that he got the COVID, went to the hospital, and died. Now, that's the story we talked about with Kevin yesterday. Uh, on Brighty on TV. The interesting thing about it is a lot of people are saying he didn't die. He's CIA. He just simply went underground and jettisoned the Patriot movement. I don't know the truth on this, ladies and gentlemen. I haven't seen his body. I wasn't at the hospital with him. I just have no way to really know what really happened there. Okay? So I'm not going to definitively say either way, but the official story, at least coming out, is that he died of the COVID. No matter what, our prayers are with all people that they can stay healthy. Welcome to the broadcast. Hope you're all doing absolutely fantastic. That's a recap of Monday and Tuesday's shows. Today, our guest, Becky Akers, well-known freelance writer, been published everywhere under the sun, and she's the author of two books as well, Hailstorm, an incredible book about Nathan Hale and abducting Arnold, the other side of the Benedict Arnold story. Search for them on the Internet by name, Becky Akers Hailstorm, Becky Akers abducting Arnold. The revolutionary new novels by them before their band. Becky, welcome back. Long time. Appreciate you. Thank you, Sam. It's always a pleasure and a privilege. Wow, there's so much to talk about. <laughs> the COVID almost killed me. I've told the story a little bit on the radio, but, um, you know, the reason that the COVID almost killed me is because of the uh, laws in America. Did you know that? The what in America? The out-of-control belligerent laws. Oh, Yes. Yes. Yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, if I could get the natural health and healing solutions that I need, I'd, I would have been fine. But you know what? Uh, it's very hard to get oxygen in America. Oxygen's like a controlled substance. Uh-huh. It's very hard to get ivermectin and docycycline and some of the medications that you really need to get over this thing. Yeah, you need uh, and, to go to uh, India for that. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. out of control. I believe the laws in America, the belligerent, out of control regulations, unconstitutional as all get out, immoral as all get out, literally almost killed me. Oh, Sam, you and many, many other folks, too. How many people have died? How many elderly people have died because they've been intubated, which has further destroyed their lungs instead of being given ivermectin and the other cornucopia of medications that could help, not to mention vitamin C, D, zinc, all of those things are being silenced. And you know, Sam, that's a fascinating point right there. All right, let's I take a quick leisure. pause. We'll come back and let you rock and roll on this point. You're exactly right. I got, for the most part, better. I'm not all the way out of the woods, but I'm mostly on ivermectin, docycycline, vitamin C, vitamin D, and zinc, extreme levels. I'm doing way better, folks. Why are these things so hard in America to obtain and to maintain, huh? Because that's how they want it to be. Becky Akers in seconds. Hang tight. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, 
breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today. And gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Well, my mom smokes and my dad smokes and I saw them smoking, so I tried it. They're telling me not to smoke, but they smoke themselves. When it comes to smoking, are you sending mixed signals? But when you teach someone a certain way to do things and you go back on that certain way, it sends mixed signals to the person that they're trying to teach. The parents need to be the example. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Being there with your child and being there for your child are two completely different things. One denotes a simple presence, which is a start, but can also be accomplished by someone other than you. Hey, can you help me with this algebra problem? See, that sheep did a fine job of being there with the child, but it didn't do a very good job of being there for the child. Now listen to the difference an involved parent can make. Hey, can you help me with this algebra problem? I'm not very good at algebra, but do you have any English questions? Because I done real good in English. <laughs> oh, Mom. Okay, let's take a look. Okay, so the algebra problem didn't get solved, but something better happened. Mom was there for her child, and when you're really there, they'll know how much you care. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. For more tips on strengthening your family, visit family.mormon.org. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, back with you live. Becky Akers with me riding shotgun on the broadcast today. We're talking about the fact that government laws literally are, people are dying left and right. You can't get oxygen when you need it. You run to the hospital, then they say the hospitals are too full, by golly. And then, you know, and then they have this attitude now, if you're not vaccinated, no vaccine, no compassion for you attitude. Uh, but, you know, when you get all these laws, you can't even get the things that are natural health and healing solutions. How much zinc? How much vitamin C? How much vitamin D? Can you get ivermectin? Can you get docycycline? Can you get hydroxychloroquine? Can you get? And the answer is no, 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 no. You can't do anything except take the vax or die. Uh, and, you know, in many cases, you take the vaccine, you die anyway. Um, they've got this death plan going on. And any other options that are healing solutions, they want to lie and run around and pretend don't work. They want to tell Sam Bushman uh, that ivermectin and docycycline doesn't work. But here's what I know. Here's what I know, ladies and gentlemen. I was on oxygen. Thank heavens I could get it. Uh, and um, I couldn't get off oxygen. The second I'd take the oxygen off, my oxygen levels in my body would drop to like 70 within like 10 seconds, all right? But the second I got ivermectin and docycycline and started on it, vitamin C, vitamin D, and zinc, literally within hours I was off oxygen. So they can tell me it doesn't work, but do I believe their belligerent lies or my lungs, Becky? First of all, Sam, I'm so thankful to God for your restored health. That's just really an answer to prayer. I know that I was not alone in the prayers that I was sending to the Almighty on your behalf. I know many, many folks in your audience also just could not imagine how freedom would triumph without your voice out there defending it. So I thank him for raising you up. And God bless Second, every one of you. It's wonderful that you're able now to give us firsthand 
eyewitness accounts of what worked and what didn't. And you're absolutely right. This has been a calculated campaign from the beginning to increase government power, um, to kill many of us so that the power would be increased because people are very eager, not just willing, but eager to surrender their liberty if they feel in mortal danger and a strong leader, quote, comes along and offers to save them from the danger if they'll just trust him and give him power. So that is precisely the scenario. I mean, these globalists and Marxists are not original. This has been played over and over again in world history, and it's wonderful that you're able to stand forward now, Sam. Perhaps that's why the Lord allowed all this to happen to you, to give you this type of firsthand knowledge that you can share with all of us, because I personally have not, as far as I know, had COVID. I've been sick with flu um, in December of 2019, and it was a very strange flu. So I sometimes wonder, I've read where COVID may have infiltrated the U.S. at that time. I'm kind of wondering if I was the first to get it. But, yeah, believe um, it or not, there's all kinds of evidence that COVID started months, months, months before we were told. That's part of the uh, leaking of the lab they want to talk about. Really, I don't think it leaked from a lab. I think it was intentionally distributed. So I think Anthony Fauci yeah. not only was involved in gain-of-function research, as Rand Paul proved, but I'm convinced that it was gain-of-function distribution. Uh, and literally, these people have created this bioweapon, man-made. They're using it on us right now for control. That's what this is about, folks. And the proof in the pudding is why, if the Chinese did this to us, are we helping bury it? We're saying we don't even know the origins of the cause. We can't figure it out. Da 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 da. Um, and then we have Fauci lying to Rand Paul. Then we have the government at every turn say the hospitals are so full. Well, why don't you let people have oxygen? Why don't you let people have and 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 talk about the value of the frontline doctors and ivermectin? Why don't you talk about all kinds of other healing solutions and natural health and healing ideas that could keep people out of the hospitals then? But no, the CDC literally marginalizes anyone who brings up any solutions that isn't just get vaxxed, go to the hospital, and die. Okay, they don't have any solutions at all. Uh, they have a couple that are super expensive that are out of reach for the middle class or anybody else in America. But the proof in the pudding is when they add insult to injury, okay, it's like JFK, or not JFK, it's like Nixon and the cover-up. They say, well, the crime was bad enough, but the cover-up's what got him. All right, well, what about this? They leaked it from a lab on purpose. Fauci was involved to his eyeballs with the communist Chinese. Uh, the global world thugs did this for tyrannical reasons. You say, well, I don't believe you, Sam. And my response is, then why is every single move they're making then doubling down on that agenda that there are no solutions? Why tell me your hospitals are full, by golly, and the only answer is a vaccination? Well, if I'm already sick, the answer is not a vaccination. The answer is to help me get well. Well, oxygen, vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, many of these other protocols, ivermectin, etc. But every one of those, they down. They mock. They jeer. In fact, any doctor that doubles down and, and supports these ideas, then they say he's a quack. He knows nothing. He, they don't have a single solution. Why are they against us, on us, or against us at every turn on this? And the answer becomes clear when you look at it that way, Becky. Absolutely, Sam. And that's something that I really like to emphasize. I have the leisure, because I'm a writer full time, to sit at my computer and research all this. So I know for 
precisely what's going on. I see the lies. I can document the lies. However, they have been so ham-fisted in all this that you don't need to research it. You can simply look through your own experience. When have we ever in our lifetimes seen a situation where very few people are actually dying? Okay, now remember that the death counts are inflated for COVID. They are lumping anyone who dies with COVID in with the very few people who are dying from COVID. They've yeah, by the way, here's the, the, here's the latest twist on how they're manipulating the numbers. If you get a vaccine, they say your vaccine has to be received and then it has to have 14 days expire, and then you're considered vaccine. But if you get the vaccine and die before 14 days, then they say it was an unvaccinated death. They, they are, that's typical. Every step of the way, when I have investigated how they're getting their data, every step of the way, there's been all kinds of fudging and, um, uh, you know, dancing around with the numbers. It's just, it's beyond credibility. It, it, you know, one time maybe there's been a mistake, but when you consistently see cooked numbers, you understand something else is going on. But at any rate, when have we ever seen this? We are seeing every single outlet in the media parrot the exact same story and the exact same solution. Now, Sam, I don't go to doctors, but I hear from people who do. If you go to one doctor, he says X, and you go to another doctor, and he says Y. There has never been a time in my lifetime when one single remedy is proposed for any disease, okay? And then on top of that, we not only have every single outlet in the media saying there's only this one solution, the jab, we also have a calculated attempt to crush any doctor, okay, any doctor who comes out against that and says, actually, there are other solutions too. When have we ever seen this? When have we ever seen every single country on the face of the earth fall into lockstep on how it responds to anything? Regardless not only of any language, doctor, not culture. only any doctor, but any scientist that questions the science or says, wait a minute, there's some scientific facts you've left out. They crush and ridicule and mock and marginalize and destroy the credibility of any of the scientists as well. So it's across all these professions and sectors, too. Without exception. Anybody, anybody who stands up against them, anybody who tries to tell the truth, doesn't matter if you're a scientist, a doctor, a layperson, a writer like me, uh, a host like you, Sam, doesn't matter what you do professionally. If you try to stand against this, they're going to destroy you. Okay? When have we ever seen that? If, if I were to publish an article on the flu and how to get over the flu and you need to stay home and you need to rest and you need to drink plenty of fluids and you need to take vitamin C, will I be crushed? No. Would I say that, uh, you know, there's only one solution, my solution? No, I wouldn't be such a fool. There are people who swear by NyQuil, okay? This is unprecedented in our lifetime. Every single country on the planet locked down its population regardless of the fact that this doesn't work, regardless of the fact that it is absurd on its face, regardless of the fact that it would destroy the economy, regardless of the fact that there were lives they ruined doing this, every single country 
forcing people to wear masks and ditto to all I said on lockdowns doesn't work. No studies support it until 2020. Then they came up with all kinds of fake studies. Okay, you don't need and, and, to and hold on and hold on and magically without any time science usually takes time to prove and everything else right without any time right. those studies in 2020 just all of a sudden took precedence over everything we've known for hundreds of years that's it it's just all insanity on steroids ladies and gentlemen quick pause becky acres with me we got a lot to go we're going to talk about this for two hours i got a bunch of headlines to just show how dishonest the CDC is now immoral. The mainstream press in bed with the government is on this. Around the world. Hang tight. Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. The U.S. Pacific Fleet is reporting one person was rescued and five others were missing after a U.S. Navy helicopter crashed into the Pacific Ocean Tuesday afternoon. The MH-60S chopper crashed into the sea about 60 nautical miles from San Diego, California. It's unclear how many sailors were aboard the aircraft assigned to the USS Abraham Lincoln. California firefighters worked into the night to try to stop the growing Caldor fire from reaching the resort city of South Lake Tahoe. Evacuation orders were expanded to communities in Nevada. The week's old fire was 18% contained Wednesday as it threatened almost 34,000 homes and other structures in the area. President Trump on One America News Tuesday grades President Biden's Afghan withdrawal. This is the greatest humiliation in the history of our country, in my opinion. This is a psychological humiliation and a military humiliation. USA Radio News. Nielsen says more than 30 million Americans are now tuning in to Newsmax TV. It's one of the biggest media stories. Newsmax is available on all major cable systems. And if you cut the cord and don't get cable, you can still get Newsmax. Find it on your smart TVs like Samsung, LG, and more. Just go to your smart TV channel guide or download the free Newsmax app. Newsmax also streams free on Roku, Zumo, Pluto, Amazon Fire, or TiVo. And 7 million people have the Newsmax app on their smartphone. It takes seconds to download it on your phone, and there's no paywall or subscription. So watch Newsmax for breaking news anytime, anywhere. President Trump says Newsmax is really good, and Forbes calls Newsmax a news powerhouse. Find out why tens of millions of Americans are watching Newsmax TV and going to Newsmax.com for breaking news. It's a source you can trust. Newsmax is real news for real people. A COVID-19 vaccine manufacturer is going to make their U.S. employees get vaccinated, but not with the vaccine they produce. Tim Berg from the Phoenix USA Radio News Bureau explains. COVID-19 vaccine manufacturer AstraZeneca is requiring all of its U.S. employees to get vaccinated against the coronavirus if they plan on returning to the workplace or need to interact with customers. Though AstraZeneca manufactures its own vaccine for use in approved countries, the shot has not been approved for use in the United States meaning its U.S. employees will need to get a vaccine made by one of the company's competitors, such as Pfizer, Moderna, or Johnson & Johnson. Apple's upcoming smartwatch is suffering production problems. Bloomberg reported the Apple Watch Series 7 is expected to have a larger screen with a faster processor. Nikkei reported production of the device has been delayed due to the complexity of the new watch. USA Radio News.
right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman, Becky Akers on your radio. So let me just give you examples to make the point. There's a Harvard epidemiologist. His name is Martin Koldorf. Koldorf. Koldorf, I think is how you say it. Uh, he says major study. So he's talking about this Israel study that we've highlighted already in the UK study. He says major study demolishes case for vaccine passports. Natural immunity offers exponentially more protection than shots. All right. Great, great effort by this Martin gentleman. And uh, think about that for a minute. He's a Harvard guy. He speaks out. He spoke out several months ago, and they literally deplatformed him everywhere. Now he's speaking out again, and he simply says, look, the evidence is true. Not only is this study epic, then they want to say, well, it's not peer-reviewed. And his response is, so what? There's 15 other studies that back up this one. This isn't anything new. We've known this for decades. They're just trying to lie now and change the narrative, Becky. And Sam, that was my point before. We don't need, it, it's wonderful that this man stood forward. I don't mean to take anything away from him, but none of us need this kind of, um, of studies. What we can do is just depend on our own experience and our own common sense. When in our lifetimes have we ever seen this level of censorship? When in our lifetimes have we seen all authority, the, the government, the uh, corporations, the churches, all falling into lockstep, the schools all falling into lockstep and refusing to countenance any kind of dissent. This goes against everything we've ever experienced, uh, especially in America. There've always been a variety of responses to everything. If you're facing a hurricane, some people want to stay with their homes, other people want to flee. If you're facing any kind of disaster, there are always a variety of responses, not this time. Uh, and again, this, this attempt to absolutely silence anyone who doesn't go along with every single particular, not in our lifetimes. Okay, so you don't need these extraordinary heroes standing forth. You don't need the kind of research, intensive research that this gentleman has undergone. All you need to do is depend on your own common sense and your own experience to know this is a fraud. Ladies and gentlemen, this is serious business. When have they ever, ever, globally speaking, forced everyone to be on the same dishonest, you can prove it as blatant lies agenda? Churches are on the agenda. Schools are on the agenda. It goes on and on. You still with us, Becky? I am, and... I am especially distraught over the church's response to all this. Um, yeah, it's a this dang, it's just... a darn shame here. What is going on? Why don't we look to God? Why don't we look to healing? Isn't he the great healer? Because these churches that have kowtowed to all this are idolatries and false churches. They do not worship the Lord. They worship government. Um, there is really no excuse for them. I have been astounded, Sam, at the number of churches that quoted the CDC. Okay, the CDC is a satanic agency that promotes sodomy and transgenderism. 
I have brought that to the attention of two different pastors who were both, I was acquainted with both of them very well. I attended their churches for years. When they began quoting the CDC to justify closing the church, I emailed them back and I said, are you aware that this godless agency, this utterly wicked agency promotes sodomy and transgenderism, sent them the links to the CDC pages? I never heard from either one. I have been... Uh, in cars, driving around different cities. I have by, by the way, send me those links. I'd like to use. I'd like to use those. Okay, I will send them to you. Um, I'd be grateful. I'm yeah, not saying I mean, they don't I mean, exist. I'm just saying I could. I could really use those. And I'm not sure yeah. if some of these churches worship the government or if they worship the medical establishment. In other words, big pharma in in, in bed with yeah, um, you know physicians. So the two are so married. It's like my saying: Do they worship you or your wife? I mean, you're one of <laughs> <and> the same. <laughs> Good point. Okay. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, it really All right. is. So, so, so here's the FC, here's the CDC, ladies and gentlemen. CDC research shows that vaccinated individuals are still being infected and are spreading COVID. There's as much COVID in the nose and throat of a vaccinated person as there is a non-vaccinated person. So now they run around. They've told you they're safe and effective for over a year under emergency use. And now they're admitting how safe and how effective is effective is that? I mean, I think about that and go, wow, I was silent for a minute for you to think about that. How safe, how effective is this experimental jab um, based on, uh, you know, a bioweapon? And then, uh, you know, this idea that, hey, they're spreading it just as much as everybody else even though they've been vaccinated. They've had to have two vaccines, experimental. Now they've got a booster shot. Now they're saying you got to have three booster shots a year for this thing. How safe and how effective? I mean, how long can we believe these lies? Right in your face, you can see. They want three booster shots a year? Is that effective? Amazing, Becky. Think of the profits for the pharmaceutical companies, too. Now, so far... We've been shielded from the cost of all this because, as usual, the usurper and his administration are wasting and squandering our taxes on it. I don't have a figure offhand, but billions and billions and billions of dollars have gone into the pharmaceutical companies' pockets from our taxes. We are not only buying all these vaccines for this country, we're sending them overseas, okay? This is just unprecedented fraud, unprecedented corruption. People are making money hand over fist out of this while they impoverish the poor people on the planet. Okay, we've all heard about how the blue collar workers aren't able to work remotely. Professionals are largely. So they have experienced very little pain through all this while the blue collar folks are standing in line at the unemployment office. Okay, I mean... All of this is calculated. All of this was calculated to drive people out of the workforce and into further dependency on government. And now, Sam, the feds are threatening nursing home operators. And in one sense, I kind of laugh about it because who could not have seen this coming 60 years ago when Medicare and Medicaid came in? But the feds are telling nursing home operators, look, if you don't force every single person in your employ to get the jab, we won't reimburse you any longer. 
<laughs> so what you have effectively done is you have now shut down every single nursing home in the country because all of them run on Medicare and Medicaid. And what are they going to do now? What are they going to do when half their workforce walks off because they will not work under those conditions? And they're, if they say, okay, fine, come back to work, there's a, a huge labor shortage. We can't run the facility with only a third of you showing up. Go ahead, come back. We rescind this mandate. Now the feds won't pay them. Now that's all to the good. I'm all in favor of abolishing Medicare and Medicaid. But I am forecasting there is going to be absolute chaos as Americans who should be taking care of their elderly parents themselves are forced to confront that reality that, oh, we can't shut them off in the nursing home anymore. There are none. Okay. This is all calculated again. All right. So, um, but it, they want to use the case, communist principle just to flat out overwhelm our system at every turn to where no one knows where to turn, no one knows what to do, and then people will basically be begging for government to fill the void. The perfect Hegelian dialectic communist agenda at work. It's easy yes. to see. Yes, it is. And again, you don't have to be a researcher or a radio host to understand this. Use your own experience and your own common sense. Has this ever happened before? When has the government ever threatened an entire industry and told them, look, you do it our way or we don't pay you anymore? And again, and then I'm on, not on top of that, that, saying not only this, we're going to monitor people who are not sick. We're going to monitor well people. And we're going to control well people because, by golly, the well people might be just asymptomatic and spreading this thing to everybody. They might just be carriers. They might not be getting sick. But they, when have we ever decided that we're going to track and monitor and manipulate and mess with the healthy? Has that ever been done? I don't think so. And, Sam, for something as, as silly as the flu, we're not talking smallpox that has a fatality rate of 30%. We're talking about something with a fatality rate. First of all, you have to catch it, and then you have to die from it. That final fatality rate is something like 0.0097%. <laughs> I mean, Ladies and gentlemen, we've been suckered. That's for sure. Are we going to do anything about it, or are we just going to melt down? Becky Akers in seconds. If Planned Parenthood were what they publicly declare themselves to be. They would welcome transparency. We all know why they hide, because we know what they hide. We can confirm federal judges who follow the Constitution rather than reverse engineer their preferred policy outcomes. The truth about abortion is spreading because of advances in medical imaging, because of brave journalists, tireless activists, compassionate doctors, nurses and other healthcare professionals. The rising generation of young Americans is the most pro-life in decades because they know too. And one day soon, we will reaffirm our nation's principles in their dignified fullness and avow once again that all men are created equal. All are entitled to life. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? 
Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. A listener emailed me and said, Sam, as you listed the different alternative solutions, the real answers to deal with the COVID, you forgot melatonin. And uh, that's a big way. Some doctors are reporting that melatonin can safely quiet the immune system's response during sciatic storms in the body. Uh, That way you can reduce fatal lung inflammation. One doctor mentioned that a dose of 30 to 60 uh, milligrams is appropriate to prevent the the cytokine storms. Um, They say that dose is for the acute point only, not to be taken over time. Anyway, I I don't um, know everything about every solution that's out there, and I'm not against this one. I'm just not familiar with it. I'm willing to bring it up because I, again, don't have any agenda to hide anything from anybody. Any solutions that work and can be, um, you know, steadily, safely repeated, I'm for. Um, I also know that there's MMS, I think it's Miracle something. Anyway, it's it's the uh, Doxa, not Doxa, it, um, shoot, I just don't have it in front of me. Um, anyway, um, there's other cures too, several of them. And I certainly don't mean to leave out any of them, ladies and gentlemen. I would never intentionally um, try to hide anything or try to cover up anything. I'm just not a doctor and I'm not a physician. I don't know everything about this stuff. But I know this. At Red Pill Expo, they even flew in a doctor from Mexico that provided this uh, uh, real incredible breakdown. Red Pill Expo. A real incredible breakdown on one of the things that I've, that I've mentioned, this um, MMS. or Anyway, um, um What is it? Chlorine dioxide? Anyway, uh, there's options, a lot of them. Uh, And what you really got to do is get with someone who is uh, familiar with the protocols. Part of the problem with some of these things is the CDC is leaving us on our own. Okay, and this is the way you know that when there's no vaccine, there's no compassion. Because what they do is they leave you on your own. Let me give you an example of when I was in the hospital. I said to the doctor, look, I can't get my lungs clear. He's like, oh, I can give you some cough syrup. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? cough syrup he's like yeah what else do you expect me to do and then you know so i kind of laughed at that and anyway i had some medical professionals helping me and so then i said well what about this thing and he goes oh that's a good idea i guess i could do that he was literally withholding things from me almost mocking me until i came up with hey this would work and then he kind of had it on the record and had to okay what on earth is going on here and this is where the cdc is doing this too so let me give you an example with the ivermectin what they want to do is they want to go, yeah, that doesn't work. We're not recommending that. No, no, no. 
hey, all you wackos that are going to farm stores, don't do that. You're not a horse. You're not a cow. <laughs> Man, there's people all over the country uh, that are taking too much of this thing, and they're going to the hospital because they OD on ivermectin or whatever else, and that's a problem. And Well, this just reminds me of they're leaving you to your own. People are doing their best because they're desperate, but they're getting caught in the intentional snare. Uh, and this is criminal behavior, ladies and gentlemen, because the medical industry has always been on a, you know what, first do no harm scenario. Anyway, I digress. I, I just wanted to bring this up because a listener uh, emailed me about it, and I agree. These are a bunch of options. I don't know everything about all of them, but I do want to make sure they get mentioned without a doubt. And this is the thing that we need to do is stick together, and that's why I really like the frontline doctors and some of these other people that are getting together and saying, look, um, one of the problems with the ivermectin and dosacycline and and some of these other solutions is people, you know, it's hard to get. Whether you go to Mexico and get them, whether you get them from farm stores and have to pare back the uh, amount given or whatever else, the, the, the treatment or the protocol. You know, you got to know how much. You got to know how to deliver it. You got to know what to watch for. I mean, it's compli- complicated. And I'm not saying that individuals can't learn to do this. We don't always need, quote, people in white coats or whatever to do things for us. But um, it, it's a very complicated scenario. And what got me sick for so long is I just couldn't get the right doctor to prescribe the ivermectin. And I didn't want to go to the farm store and try to figure out how I'm going to take a paste and see if I can't mix it with something and see if I can't either use an inhaler or whatever um, to, to deal with it or if I, you know, want. it's just too complicated. I'm too sick. I can't handle all this. I don't want to do it wrong. I don't want to make it worse. Um, so people are really having a hard time, Becky. And I'm sorry to digress on this a little bit, but anyway, the listener brought this up. I wanted to make sure that was transparent and brought out. It's a great email. Thank you so much. Um, and, but this is the, the, the where we are, right? They're intentionally withholding information from us, making it impossible. And if we make a misstep, uh, people doing their very best on their own, then they mock us. And then they even use that as a reason. You're not a horse. You're not a cow. I don't know if you know, but government literally tweeted that kind of stuff because people were trying to get ivermectin from farm stores because they can't get their doctors to prescribe it. But I don't care what anybody says about ivermectin. You can say it doesn't work, and I'm telling you, I'm here because it works. Literally within hours of me taking it, I got off oxygen. This is not debatable, ladies and gentlemen. Okay? That's what happened to me. You can say, well, that's only testimonial. That's only anecdotal, Sam. Well, say what you want. I'm just telling you I'm here. Uh, I believe I'm here because God saved me. But I believe that ivermectin and some of these other solutions were the mechanism that he used to make it happen good people helping me but i'm telling you within hours of being on this i got off oxygen which i could not get off before this is not debatable in my case this is what happened this is factual but of course then they just want to mock me and say you don't even know you're not a physician you're whatever and this is real becky this is real life and death for people this absolutely is sam and one of the um attitudes that i have adopted and one of the uh, beliefs I've adopted now in the wake of all this is that I will never trust a traditional doctor ever again. I think the medical profession as a whole has completely disgraced itself this last 18 months. It has demonstrated how willing it is to lie. It has demonstrated it will go along with the government because the government calls so much of medicine shots now through funding. Okay, hospitals are, are receiving our taxes at the federal, state, and local levels. They are beholden to politicians, not to us. Doctors at these hospitals have to uphold the hospital policies or they will be fired. Um, 
I will not have anything to do, nor will I depend at all on any traditional doctor. I will do my own research on the Internet. I will heal myself through the food I eat, through the supplements I take. The only flaw to all this that I can see is if I were to be in an accident or something, I'm a big biker and uh, a pedal bike, not a motorcycle. But um, if I were to fall on my bike and injure myself badly, I would need someone to stitch me up. I don't know how I would handle that scenario. Right now I'm trusting the Lord and asking him to give me an answer on something like that should I ever need it. But I strongly urge everyone listening, if you are dependent on traditional medicine, wean yourself off. Do some research online. If you're taking cholesterol-lowering drugs, do the research. Find out that that's all a scam as well that the medical profession has sworn to all these years simply to make profits for big pharma, okay? You don't need to have your cholesterol lowered. And again, I urge you, don't take my word for it, or don't just sit there and mock, what is she? Yeah, every doctor in the world says you need to lower. Do your own research. Find out what the countervailing arguments are, and then decide for yourself, do I want to keep taking these pills, or do I want to ditch them? We have had an extraordinary demonstration these last 18 months that doctors lie. They lie through their teeth because they're just like you and me. Okay. They, they have jobs. They want to hang on to those jobs and they will do what it takes. doesn't matter if it sacrifices your health, they will do what it takes. So Sam, let me invade, go from that to inveighing against all experts, as you were uh, mentioning a few minutes ago. Experts should not be running our lives. Experts tell you how to, to discipline your kids. You know best for them, not an expert. Okay? Experts tell you how to do everything now. And often those experts' whims and foibles are codified in regulations. We need to get away from all of this. We need to reject everything that has tried to dampen our own knowledge and dampen our own common sense. Experts are usually wrong, and in any event, they don't have your unique view of your life and circumstances. They can't possibly help you lead a better life without knowing those essential facts about you. So, again, do your own research, rely on yourself, rely on your own common sense, and above all, rely on Scripture. Rely on God Almighty and rely on people who have developed credibility, ladies and gentlemen. Rely on people that are seeking for solutions, not people who claim there are no solutions. For example, they say that quercetin now, uh, it's over the counter, by the way, can sometimes take the place or substitute for ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine. Uh, but you got to have zinc with it and you got to this and you got to that. And that's kind of the protocols that I'm talking about is that, you know, guys like me just don't know that, hey, you need zinc with this or you need docicycline with that or whatever else. And, uh, you know, it's the kind of thing where um, you got to go to people that have developed credibility over time. And a lot of these natural health and healing practitioners have developed some incredible um, things over time. So, you know, go with people that you trust, go with people that are providing solutions, go with people who have a track record. I mean, these frontline doctors, for example, have literally thousands of people like me that they've got well. Okay. I mean, I can tell you, um, the doctors will tell you that they've seen people get well. And I'll tell you this, it happened to me. So, you know, who do you believe your government or us? These frontline doctors that are putting their whole careers and whole credibility on the line, at least with the government, and the mainstream press, right? Um, but they believe in it so strongly 
Okay, Dr. Pierre Corey testified before Congress about um, uh, ivermectin, and he begged Congress, please, this stuff works. I've dealt with thousands of people, and it's not just me. It's me, and, and he mentioned these groups that he represents of doctors and physicians and, and uh, uh, scientists and everything, and he's like, look. And then all they did is they went, ah, you're all political. Dismiss him. He he's like, I'm not political. That has nothing to do with politics. I'm just begging you. There's an inexpensive solution here. And you know what? They've simply given him a complete deaf ear. They've mocked him, they've ridiculed him, they've sidelined him and the frontline doctors that are with him, and they still say, you know, it's an epic battle between his group and the CDC. CDC says it doesn't work. Him and his experts say it's not true, it does work. Who do you believe? See, and so start to believe those who have developed credibility. What is the reason that Dr. Pierre Corey would go out on a limb so far and put his whole career on the line? What is the reason that this Martin guy that I mentioned that says, hey, you know what? These vaccine passports are bogus. There's no case for it. What is the advantage for this Harvard guy to go out on a limb and say these kind of things? Zero. All right. And we, we see it over and over and over uh, in society. Any whistleblower, anybody who stands up for the truth gets taken down beyond imagination. And that should let you know who's who in the fight. That should let you know who's who in the battle. Okay. So, you know what? I told you before that I believe that the coronavirus is being used as a, as a weapon. It's a bioweapon against the people. I believe that. And uh, I don't believe in the vaccinations. I'm not getting a vaccination. I'm not doing it. And then they said, well, if you had somebody close to you die, you'd change your tune, Sam. All right, I've had a, a, uh, a sister, an equivalent to a sister, I should say, die uh, from the COVID. Don't tell me that I don't know. Or that if I had somebody close to me, I'd feel different. Then they said, well, if you got really sick, you'd change your tune. Okay, I went to the hospital twice. I got so sick, I almost died. When am I going to change my opinion? My opinion hasn't changed. It's just become more hardened that we need to go after these criminals like Nuremberg trials. These people need to be in jail. They're out of control. I haven't changed a single view that I have at all. I've just been hardened in the reality that they're literally using bioweapons. They've declared war on us, ladies and gentlemen. That's the bottom line. And don't tell me if I had some of these experiences, I'd feel different. I don't want to hear that garbage. I want to tell you right now, we better get a handle on this. We better wake up and we better call a spade a spade. And we better do it faster. You won't have any liberty left. Hour one in the can. Hour two coming up. Becky Akers, thank heavens, will stay with us. we got a lot to talk about on your radio, ladies and gentlemen. For Sam and Becky, we declare God save the Republic of the United States of America. Atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. I am Sam Bushman. This is the broadcast for September the first in the year of our Lord, two thousand and twenty-one. This is our two of two. Becky Acres with me. She's a freelance writer and a historian and a whole lot more. She's the author of two books, Hail Storm, about Nathan Hale and abducting Arnold, the other side of the Benedict Arnold story. Search for them by name today, Becky Akers, Hail Storm, Becky Akers, abducting Arnold. We're talking about these um, dishonest reality checks in life uh, via the COVID. They're literally creating a bioweapon, intentionally releasing it, globally speaking, to create a tyranny. 
And they're after us all, ladies and gentlemen. You're all in the crosshairs. And they've literally let so many people die because of government laws and guidelines and rules and regulations that make it impossible for you to get the treatments that you need. Any treatment that you bring up to try to solve the problem they sell you is worthless. Bad doesn't work. The only answer is to go get the vaccination. The problem is the vaccination doesn't help you when you're sick, first of all. Secondly, a lot of people are dying and getting all kinds of illnesses from the experimental uh, bioweapon. So you got a bioweapon released by gain-of-function research via Fauci and the communist Chinese, and then you got the bioweapon anecdote. The anecdote, the what do they say? The <clears throat> cure might be worse than the what? It's just insanity. Anyway, now they say COVID vaccines. This is the CDC. COVID vaccines are less effective at preventing hospitalizations. Why? Because uh, of the Delta variant. So the vaccines, you know, miss the mark. It's kind of like the flu vaccines. Every year they run around and they're like, hmm, let's see, which flu strains should we put in this thing? And they put their best guess together, put three or four of them in, and they're like, oh, we hit, we did good this year. Then the next year they're like, oh, man, we did bad, we missed it. It's not, you know, not very effective. And they do this every single year. Just imagine if they have three booster shots with all kinds of strains of coronavirus running around, using all weird alphabet, delta, gamma, whatever, alpha, what beta, and it's just insanity running around, missing the mark left and right, the danger, the disaster from the uh, disease. What's worse, the vaccine, the disease, uh, the bioweapon, the anecdotal to the bio, the anecdote to the bioweapon. I mean, it, it just goes on and on and on and on. But it gets better in many ways because more and more Americans are realizing it's a, it's a con game and they're calling a halt to it. Headline says this, Becky Akers, resistance to vaccine mandates grows among tens of thousands of Americans. We're getting sick of it. We're starting to flex our muscle and say, uh-uh, this is bogus. I just hope tens of thousands turned into hundreds of thousands, turns into millions, Becky. Yeah, you know, it's it's really inspiring to see how the French are dealing with this. Um, their president has imposed a vaccine passport requirement on virtually all indoor activities. Okay, so if you want to go out to dinner in Paris, you must show a vaccine passport. Well, what the French did in response was sit down with their own picnic lunches outside restaurants in the street by the hundreds of thousands of people. So if you can get pictures of Parisian streets, you will see they are filled with picnickers. They're not going into the restaurants. Now, why is that significant? I'm assuming the restaurant lobby in Paris, given how important it is as an industry and as a stream of revenue to the city, uh, probably exercise a lot of political power. Those owners will go to the president and say, look, you got to repeal this. We're dying. We need some creativity like that here. Uh, we need to picket places that are imposing vaccine passports, such as Walmart. Okay. It, it is requiring its employees to get the jab. It's just a short step from that to requiring all customers to prove their medical status. And let me ask this, Sam, since when? Has it been anyone's business what your medical history is? I'm astounded. In, in that fact, people... in fact, Becky, there's laws to say you can't even discuss that, right? That's correct. And yet there are hundreds, perhaps millions of employers who feel perfectly free to in, not only inquire 
what their employees' status is as far as health goes, but tend to dictate medical procedures to me. You have to wear a mask. Did everybody know that is considered a medical device and that it is illegal for anyone to prescribe a medical advice who does not have a medical license? Okay, that means your employer is breaking the law when he requires you to wear a mask. Now, I'm not in favor of that law. I'm not in favor of medical licensing. I'm just pointing this out, that in quest of the COVID narrative, laws are being broken right and left that normally would have all the status who are promoting this pandemic up in arms. They're not saying boo to a goose because it's fulfilling their objective to control us. Okay, Um, it just look around and you'll see again, you don't need to research all this intensively as Sam and I do. All you need to do is use your own common sense. Let's let's take this example to make the point, Becky. Here's a great example. Now, I'm not usually very high on judges. Okay, Um, usually what I say is whenever you have a chance to retain or dismiss a judge at the voting booth, dismiss every one of them. Okay, Uh, so I'm not really a judge guy. I think that they've they've uh, overreached. They're tyrannical. Um, If you want to see tyranny, just watch a judge get somebody cross a judge in a way that they don't like. And they just go ballistic, just showing that they're just drunk with power and everything else. But this judge I kind of like headline says this judge orders Ohio hospital to treat COVID-19 patient with ivermectin despite. CDC warnings. Now, here's the story. A Butler County judge in Ohio is who we're talking about. And I guess this guy uh, got sick, went into the hospital. Now, the judge is Gregory Howard. Good for Judge Howard in this case. I guess there's a guy. Um, let's see. It's in the Capital Journal. They say this Smith guy is 51 years old. He's a Verizon wireless uh, engineer or whatever. Anyway, he went in, sick as a dog, eventually got on a ventilator, and eventually the hospital's like, we've done everything we can for him. He's going to die. We're out of choices. We don't know what else we can do. So his wife, Julie, said, well, why don't we try ivermectin? And they're like, oh, no way. The CDC says we're not doing that. That might harm people. So we can't do that, for crying out loud. No, no, ma'am. Well, Julie didn't take no for an answer. And so Julie basically, um, her name is Julie Smith. And uh, I guess what happened is eventually the ventilator got operating at 80% volume, and they're just like, hey, there's nothing we can do. So then Julie says, I cannot give up on my husband, even though the hospital, the defendant has. All right. So she says, there is no reason that the defendant, meaning the hospital, can't authorize other treatments so long as the benefits outweigh the risks. And she's saying, my husband's on a ventilator, he's going to die. Why can't we try this? Well, they're saying no. But here's the deal. Julie went on the Internet just as Becky and I are saying you should do. Study, learn, look around. So Julie had read about some lawsuits reported by the Chicago Tribune and the Buffalo New York News about patients experiencing severe conditions from COVID, about to die on ventilators, and they got by court order prescribed ivermectin and these patients have won lawsuits and these patients many of them have gotten well all right anyway the uh, people in these cases were represented by an attorney by the name of ralph larigo 
Anyway, so Julie requested that the hospital treat her husband with ivermectin. She said, I'll also release you from any responsibility in this because I have no choice. He's going to die anyway. I got to do something. <clears throat> so the hospital said no. So Julie went to one of the frontline doctors, ladies and gentlemen. She sought medical advice from Dr. Fred Waxel or Wagshel. I, I don't know how to say his name. I'm sorry. So then he prescribed ivermectin for the patient. The hospital refused to administer it and refused her to go and administer it as well. So then she, prompt, she was prompted to and she filed a lawsuit with a hospital. With absolutely nothing to lose, with little or no risk. Um, so they said, hey, there's no basis for denying this prescription from Dr. Waxel. And there's no reason we can't give this. Anyway, it turns out that Waxel is a member of the frontline critical care doctors and the nonprofit organization set up by Pierre Corey and others. So anyway, the bottom line is that the hospital is now forced by the judge to prescribe ivermectin. And I think this is an example where his wife, Julie, is doing her very best for her husband. She researched solutions. The hospital threw up their hands in defeat because, again, the CDC says that's not an option. So the hospital ain't going to go there. It's too politically liable and everything else. The battle rages. They go to court. The judge sides with the wife. And now he's getting ivermectin. I don't know if it'll be too late in his case because once you're on a ventilator for too long, sometimes your lungs are beyond repair. So I don't know if he will recover or not. I pray that he does. But I'm just telling you right now, ladies and gentlemen, that this is serious. They say federal agencies still oppose ivermectin for COVID-19. But the judge gets it and defended her. Why can't she give her husband this when they're out of options? Why not? And this is the example of these people are just so doubled down, doing everything they can to promote pro-death. They're not looking for creative solutions. They're not going, well, golly, he's going to die anyway. Why not? Why not? Why not give this a shot? Why not give it some hope? Why not see if we can't help out here? First, do no harm used to be their view. Now, I don't know if this guy's vaccinated or not. I don't know anything about it. I just know this. Good for Julie, the wife, for looking around, as Becky says, and researching. Good for the wife insisting on this thing. I will not give up on my husband like you people already have. The medical profession just gave up and said we're out of choices. Then they opposed solutions that many, many, many physicians and scientists say works, and I'm here to testify absolutely works. Now the judge says give it a try. Good for the judge for once. Hang tight. Becky's response in sex. Scott Bradley here. Most Americans are painfully aware that the nation is on the wrong track and in dire straits. Unfortunately, most political pundits only nibble around the edges when they claim to address the issues. Even worse, many of the so-called solutions are simply rewarmed servings of what got us into the mess we currently face. And the politicians think we're so gullible and naive that we'll buy their lies that they have reformed and now understand where they led us astray. Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is that they simply wish to continue to hold power. The solution to America's challenges is found in returning to the timeless principles found in the United States Constitution. My book and lecture series will reawaken in Americans an understanding and love of the principles which made this nation the freest, most prosperous, happiest, and most respected nation on earth. Visit to preservethenation.com and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation.
Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way, but actually, gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into Mommy and Daddy's bank account, because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. I'll just highlight one last lie from the CDC, and then we'll turn it over to Becky. Um, the CDC mocking ivermectin says this. Such high doses can be highly toxic in humans. I guess that's what the FDA says. But I got a question for the thugs at the FDA. Isn't too much of anything bad for you? High doses of water can make you sick and kill you. Uh, you know, high doses of anything can be out of control. Obviously, you need to uh, prescribe the proper amounts of these medications. Um, now, just so you know, high doses of the COVID vaccine will kill you. I mean, just put 50 times the amount that they normally do and see what happens. 100 times, 1,000 times. Okay, they're using this to scare people from solutions that can save your life. I'm here to prove it. Becky. Uh, Sam, I can't say enough bad things about any government bureaucracy, whether it's the CDC or the FDA. Um, we need to remember that public health quote, you know, that's been the whole excuse all through this pandemic. Public health is at stake. And we need to remember this is a Marxist construct. It was popularized in the 19th century just as progressivism was taking over the United States. It really came into its own during the early part of the 20th century. Public health is violative of the normal principles on which medicine operates. Okay, for instance, what public health does, like all true Marxism, is it groups people into categories and communities, quote. Okay, uh, a public health doctor then studies data from this group. He's not treating individual patients, nor is he receiving their consent first. Now, that's huge, folks. That's huge, okay? In other words, when you go to your doctor, he compiles a number of data points on you, and this is what public health bureaucrats do, is they get access to all this data without your consent, it belongs to you, but they don't ask your permission. And then they analyze it all, and they come up with things like everybody should wear seatbelts, and smoking is really bad for you. Okay, um, why are we giving these pointy-headed Having guns in your home could be fatal, Becky. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, I didn't get into the modern interpretation of all this, but... 
Yeah, they used to stick to things that had some kind of medical application. Now they're free-ranging. Uh, there's been a lot of public health chatter about parental responsibilities, Sam, in addition to gun ownership. You know, guns are really bad. Um, yeah, so another judge, another judge basically asked a woman in the middle of a court case uh, if she was vaccinated. She said no, and I'm not because I have some underlying conditions where the doctors are recommending I don't. He just said, okay, you're banned from seeing your child until you get vaccinated. Yes. And literally yes. then the nation went crazy over this. Now the judges reversed his decision and said, okay, I guess you can see your kid. But this is the kind of tyrannical abuse we're seeing. That we're getting from bureaucrats, Sam. These people are not elected. They are bureaucrats appointed and hired on by these bureaucracies, and we have allowed them to usurp our world and to control our lives. Why? It's time we all stood up against the sham of public health and revealed it for what it is. It is a disguised Marxism, a disguised Marxist thrust to get more control over us physically, as well as every other way. So uh, anything that the CDC or the FDA says, uh, I just discount. Uh, you were mentioning before how untrustworthy government is and how we can all tell the truth if a lot of people are um, standing up against it. And that's pretty much my rule of thumb, Sam. If the government says it, I think the opposite. Sadly, that's where we are, ladies and gentlemen. You know, Ronald Reagan, of all people, said trust but verify. And my response is they've broken our trust so many times. So many times, ladies and gentlemen, why would I trust? Okay, whether I verify or not, why would I trust? They have broken my trust everywhere. There's a friend of mine. Uh, he's a well-known guy. His name is Pat. And he wrote a book called Everything They've Ever Told Me Was a Lie. And he covers just issue after issue after issue to where they've lied on so many things. They don't deserve my trust anymore, Becky. I hate to say it, but it's true. Oh, anyone in government lies. He lies the way we breathe. Okay, whether you're a bureaucrat, you're a politician, even if you're just a, a standard plug on the street wearing a badge, these people lie. It is institutionalized in government. They lie. Uh, I don't know if it's because they think lies are noble. You know, uh, there's always been that concept that if rulers must lie, and I, I understand Falsi, sorry, Fauci, is a big uh, proponent of this, that he has to lie to us for our own good. So, okay, maybe you sociopaths truly look at it that way. We're just all so stupid, and they need to lie to us for our own good. But whatever the case may be, they lie. They don't tell, speak the truth. You can document it over and over and over again until you are sick. By the way, the media now is falling into the exact same pattern. If you read it in a traditional newspaper in a mainline publication, chances are it is a flat-out lie. Sam, did you discuss the FDA's, quote, approval of the uh, vaccine? Yeah, there's a big battle about the, quote, experimental biological, uh, in my opinion, biological weapon, uh, was used, used, used. Then they authorized this, quote, approved version, and now we find out the approved version and the, quote, experimental version aren't even the same. And right now the one version is approved, but yet they don't have any available. So they're still using the and, experimental version. They're baiting and switching and, and playing games. And if that's really true, the real version that they've got approved now hasn't gone through the testing at all. That's right. And what was every headline? Vaccine approved. Vaccine approved. Vaccine approved. They never, ever 
told the truth on that, that it was not approved. It's still an emergency use authorization. What they approved is a vaccine that Pfizer is working on. Okay, it's not even on the market yet. So this is what I mean. The media lies about everything all the time. They are as bad as politicians. If you are seeing it on television, if you are hearing it on a mainstream news radio station, if you are seeing it in a traditional newspaper publication, one of the USA Today, or if Associated Press wrote it, or if Reuters is putting it out, it is a lie. More likely than not, it is a lie. These people can't even get the weather correct. Why are we trusting them with life and death issues such as COVID-Con? It's beyond imagination, ladies and gentlemen, what we're dealing with here. But you know what? There are people starting to stand up. There's not enough of us, I understand. Not even close to enough, ladies and gentlemen. But there are people standing up. Okay? There is a case in Michigan where the state of Michigan is demanding the blood of newborns, so the DNA of newborns. Uh, It was going on for quite some time, this battle. Judge issues ruling. Now law enforcement is accessing these samples of babies' DNA data. Well, now the judge has reached a conclusion in Michigan. This has been going on in Texas and other states, too. Let's be clear. But the judge says this is likely unconstitutional now. The issue has arisen in other states before, including Minnesota, where a successful fight was brought against the state government by the Citizens Council for Health and Freedom over acquisition and ownership of the DNA of newborns. Anyway, it goes on and on and on. But the bottom line is there's battles being won across the country over government's right to collect your blood, your DNA, and use it in all kinds of ways. The cops, whoever else needing to use it. Now the people are pushing back enough. And in Michigan, the judge is saying, hey, this is unconstitutional, guys. You can't be doing this kind of stuff. Now, I don't know if the judge is a great person. I don't know if the judge, I just don't know. I'm just telling you there are wins when people stand up, Becky. Absolutely, Sam. Um, An unrelated issue, but the same idea where people are confronting taxpayers and parents are saying, you can't do this to our children anymore. There's been a number of victories at school boards. Parents are irate over the Marxist indoctrination of their kids with critical race theory, okay? And they have been showing up at school boards. The other issue that has a lot of parents motivated are the mandatory uh, diapers that they are forcing these children to wear on their faces, uh, which is extremely harmful, uh, you know, uh, hurts the kids' physical and emotional development, hampers their learning, gives them headaches, makes them dizzy. You could just go down a list, a very lengthy list of all the harmful effects masks have. Parents are turning out to school boards, and they are taking these these petty tyrants to task and saying, you're not going to indoctrinate my child, and you're not going to force him to wear a diaper on his face all day. Not going to happen. So I applaud all of you. Keep standing up against these tyrants. All right, ladies and gentlemen, when we come back, I want to talk about a couple of different topics first one I wrote the headline says lies lies and more lies America's longest immoral unjust unconstitutional criminal war ends we'll talk about it on your radio
pursuing liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. An MH-60S helicopter from the USS Abraham Lincoln crashed into the sea while conducting routine flight operations about 60 nautical miles off the coast of San Diego, California, Tuesday afternoon. One person was rescued and five others were missing. Multiple Coast Guard and Navy planes and boats were conducting the search and rescue operation. The Caldor Fire in Northern California continued to intensify overnight and is threatening nearly 34,000 structures as it headed towards South Lake Tahoe. All residents of South Lake Tahoe and some Nevada towns have been ordered to evacuate. Winds and very dry conditions are predicted for Wednesday. As Hurricane Ida, now a remnant low, winds down over the eastern United States, central Pennsylvania, all the way through parts of southern New England and southern Connecticut, be prepared for a very heavy rain and some flash flooding. There's a chance of severe weather, including tornadoes, around the Baltimore, D.C. area Wednesday. USA Radio News. I'm looking forward to a play date with my granddaughter. Nana! <laughs> I can't wait to get together with my friends for a backyard barbecue. If you're 65 or older, you're starting to get back to doing things you love. Did you know even healthy adults 65 and older are at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia? It's a potentially serious bacterial lung disease that can disrupt your life for weeks. Help protect yourself with the Prevnar 13 pneumococcal 13-valent conjugate vaccine, diphtheria CRM197 protein. Prevnar 13 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 13 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 13 does not protect against all strains of the disease. Ask your doctor or pharmacist today about Prevnar 13. Learn more at Prevnar13.com. Don't get Prevnar 13 if you have had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with a weakened immune system may have a lower response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-866-694-9300 or visit Prevnar13.com. Republican Representative Lauren Boebert of Colorado on Tuesday called for the impeachment of President Biden, Vice President Kamala Harris, and Secretary of State Anthony Blinken over the U.S. exit strategy from Afghanistan. That I would do everything in my power as a United States Congresswoman to get rid of Joe Biden. We were sent to Washington to represent the American people, not to watch our country give away billions of military equipment to known terrorists, not to sit idly by waiting for the next election, and certainly not to put up with an inept, weak, and incapable regime. Gene Simmons of KISS has mild COVID-19. Dan Naraki reports. Rock band KISS has postponed more dates on its end-of-the-road tour after frontman Gene Simmons tested positive for COVID-19. According to a statement from the band, Simmons is experiencing mild symptoms. His bandmate Paul Stanley tested positive last week, prompting the initial batch of postponements. The band and their crew who are all vaccinated are quarantining for the next 10 days and hope to resume their tour on September 9th in Irvine, California. USA Radio News. All right, ladies and gentlemen, they love to distract us with one or two issues. COVID has got us focused today. Right at the bottom of the hour, they say KISS. The rock and roll band Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley or whatever now have the COVID. They want you to believe that these breakthrough cases for vaccinated are very rare. But I got a question for them. If it's so rare, how do two of the band members that are both vaccinated have the COVID then? Answer, because it's not as rare as you think, ladies and gentlemen. Even if it was 50-50, you would say, well, one guy that was vaccinated had a breakthrough, but the other guy is fine. No, 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 both of them got it. How's that? The answer is it's not rare at all. They're lying to you. The proof is in the pudding. All you got to do is pay attention to the bottom of the hour news to see what I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen. 
All right, I want to switch to war because there's lies, lies, and more lies. They want you to believe that America's longest war came to an end. But ladies and gentlemen, that's lies, lies, and more lies. First off, America's longest, immoral, unjust, unconstitutional, criminal invasion of another country might be officially ending. But let's not call it a war. No one ever declared war. Okay, let's be honest with ourselves. Constitutionally speaking, it's the supreme law of our land, I might clarify. And they want you to believe that we're at a war legitimately so for 20 years and now it's ended. Well, first off, we lost big in that. They got all kinds of billions of military hard dollars of military hardware. Uh, we failed just like we did in Vietnam. Every time we get involved in one of these criminal enterprises, every time we involve ourselves in these ungodly, unjust, immoral wars, it doesn't go well. Every time we breach the sovereignty of other nations and run around and uh, just attack everybody and fund both sides of wars and make deals with the devil, so to speak, and everything, it always goes bad. It always has and always will. Uh, and so, Becky, I don't want them just to be able to say, oh, we, we, we ended this, you know, the longest war we've ever been in. No, no, no. I want to call it an unjust, immoral, criminal uh, invasion of another country. Uh, instead, because I want to call a spade a spade on this thing. I think it's important for people to understand what we've been doing for the last couple of decades to the tunes of billions of dollars, to the tunes of death everywhere. This is what we've been doing. America is supposed to be a light on a hill, a Christian nation with leadership, not a pro-war attack. Nations violate sovereignty, bunch of thugs. What's going on around here? And, and so we can't just let this go without making sure we clarify, Becky. Oh, I could not agree more, Sam. Um, I wonder how many of us would cotton to the idea of Iran coming here and launching a war. How many of us would welcome the Afghan army here to trespass in our country and tell us how to do things? Um, Sam, I read a fascinating column yesterday, and I'm going to pass this on since uh, we're speaking about war and the withdrawal from Afghanistan. Uh, this was purportedly written by an ex intel agent and he says there has been so much malfeasance throughout these 20 years so much corruption so many billions of dollars that have disappeared into various generals pockets into various combatants pockets um, he says all of this botched withdrawal is an attempt to distract the American people from everything that has been going on in Afghanistan. Um, and he didn't limit it to just financial corruption either. He said the atrocities that have been committed there are truly astounding, and that if we knew, we would rise up and overthrow the usurper's administration. So now again, I'm passing this on. I don't have any facts to back this up. I've not. I don't know who this man is. It was published. Well, hold on. There's a lot of evidence about the malfeasance and the waste and the misuse and the criminal activity that's been going on. That's, that's been documented quite a bit. So, you know, whether this actual factual account is is you know boots on the ground reality check or not, I can't confirm. But I can say in general, we've got a lot of sources telling us uh, about the abuses that have taken place, though. So. Uh, I'm not saying it's not a credible report, and I'm not saying it's not valuable to read and understand, but I guess I'm saying there's more to this than meets the eye. Um, that's without a doubt. Absolutely. So we should all keep that in mind. Uh, his point was that this was all planned, 
that the Usurpers administration decided to have a very chaotic and uh, withdrawal so that we would all focus on that instead of the corruption and the atrocities. Um, you know, again, Sam, this withdrawal has struck me as an awful lot like the pandemic. It is so very over the top. And you just stack, sit there and you think, this can't possibly be actually happening unless it was planned to happen this way because you know they, they, what they want you to believe what they want you to believe is grandpa confused joe and just you know told everybody to do everything and there was just no organization the incompetence got us oh my goodness uh, they always want to blame it on that they always want you to believe that oh my goodness we're sorry we misstepped on this one got wool we stepped in it we didn't mean to we'll make sure we put protocols in place to prevent that in the future we're so sorry what what you got to understand is that's the lie. That's their cover. That They always do that. The truth is this was planned. It was orchestrated with precision, and it was created to maximize casualty, to maximize confusion, uh, to betray those who, uh, in good faith, meant well. Uh, and, and it's to really create greater and greater and greater hatred around the world for the United States of America. Uh, the We're way worse off this 20 years later than we were to start. We should have never went in. A humble foreign policy and non-interventionist foreign policy is the only way to go. George Washington of yesteryear and even Ron Paul and others now are speaking out about this. The Republicans claim they have that. They're not very hawkish when they run for office. But the second they get in, they become military-industrial complex uh, psychotic uh, and spend and, and blow up and whatever, everything all day long, um, saying this idea that if you go over there, then we won't have war over here. Uh, and But why we're in these nations? militarily speaking now they want you to believe we're out of the war thank heavens we've stopped this war but do you realize we're still in 130 nations militarily speaking around the world right now so even the idea that we've backed out of much is a lie we've just simply you know insert ourselves and then leave and insert ourselves and leave creating hatred around the world this is a pattern been going on the cia has documented the blowback principle on this this is by stratagem to create hatred to foment anger and war around the world this is nothing new. We've watched it. We see it. And we know that we are the primarily the homogenous provocateur agitator. And we've done so, what, since the 50s or before? Oh, yeah. Okay, this is yeah. a long term, ladies and gentlemen. Nothing new. Um, and I'm telling you right now that it's going to come home to roost. You watch. Write it down. I pray that it doesn't, but predict it will, Becky. Oh, it already has. That's why all of us should be opposed to this empire. Because when an empire figures out how to rule people overseas, it uses those same tactics here. Okay, how many cops now are ex-military? How many cops are going around treating Americans like Iraqi subjects? Okay, do they, they do they interact with us as though we are free people? No, they treat us like get get closer to your mic, Becky, if you can. Uh, they treat us like we are serfs overseas. And they, you know, they, they have been taught to go into a foreign country and to swagger around and to present themselves as conquerors. That's how they're interacting with us. The TSA, Sam, all of that. Okay, that was blowback, supposedly, if you buy the official story from 9-11. Okay, we are paying for the misadventures overseas. 
because we are the ones suffering at airports when the TSA sexually assaults passengers to get on planes. So you need, all of us need to be incredibly opposed to this empire, the American empire, okay? And the American empire is following the same wicked path as the Roman empire and the British empire. And all other empires throughout history, okay, as soon as you get into an empire, you find liberty is almost dead, and you find that foreigners pave the way for abuses at home. The abuse of a foreign conquered people is how the government will treat its people at home. It's taxpayers, the one paying to abuse foreigners. It comes home to roost. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I had to just kind of say my piece on this supposed ended war. What they want you to believe is now, thank heavens, we're out of that. It didn't go well. We're so sorry. We kind of misstepped. But the good news is we're out. And my response is we're not even close to out, ladies and gentlemen. We left a bunch of people behind enemy lines in this case. Uh, I'm not so sure that, that, that many of these groups are our enemies. They've been fighting in their own internal battles for centuries over things that we can't even understand or agree upon or anything else. Uh, and, and why we're even involved there, why we even breach their sovereignty, why we think we are somehow superior or have the, the right way to live or whatever else. Hey, I think we need to spend a little time at home and get our own act in order. Uh, right now, we got a corrupt government to the hilt as well. Uh, we've got all kinds of, of problems in America and everything else. And the whole world is right now stepping back going, who are you guys to, to breach the sovereignty of every nation on the planet and act like you're superior and you have the ways to to, to you know, freedom and safety and God and, you know, who do you think you are? And that's what's starting to happen. China literally doubling down and already agreeing to work with the Taliban. Taiwan's going to be in trouble here pretty quick because the belligerent communist Chinese. Um, you know, Cuba's on, uh, you know, steroids to go ahead and continue communism. We've got communism leaders right in our government now. Just look at Kamala Harris, for example. People are saying Joe's out of control and you got to have him resign. What are you going to do? Have Kamala Harris take the helm? Are you kidding me right now? She slept her way to the top and she has ties to communism? Uh, anyway, I digress except to say don't believe we're out of the wars, ladies and gentlemen. We're as hawkish as we've always been, creating hatred, gendering hatred around the world. Quick pause. Final segment in seconds. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still-industrializing 
countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman, Becky Akers on your radio. Lies, lies, and more lies everywhere, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I think you need to hold Congress responsible, though, for this non-declared 20-year fiasco. You know, they just let the president unilaterally act on this, and presidents from both sides of the aisles, including Donald, I might add, have just been hawkish and at war, and no one's had the guts to get out of this thing. I'm not really a fan of Joe Biden, but I am saying, hey, at least we're out of somewhere. Let's get out of more places. Let's take the pattern and get out of all unconstitutional, unjust wars, Uh, all places where we're breaching the sovereignty of foreign nations and have really no authority to do so. Let's get out of it all and let's reduce our expenditures big time. Uh, But anyway, I digress. All I'm saying is that Congress, though, is the ones that hold the purse strings, at least according to the supreme law of the land. And Congress is the one that is supposed to declare war. And so if we're going to be there... Let's have Congress declare a war and let's hold them accountable and let's have a mission and let's get in and let's get out and let's get it done. But Congress has literally, uh, in my opinion, been involved in a dereliction of duty and they've literally transferred their authority on war. Go look at your Constitution, if you don't believe me, to one man. And if it goes well, then they want to praise them and I'll take credit. If it goes bad, they want to leave the president out the dry on it, uh, which is a sad reality check. But the checks and balances are very clear, according to our supreme law of the land and those who have advocated or who have obfuscated their responsibility, or whatever you want to say, um, unconstitutionally transferred their responsibility to another branch of government, shame on those criminals, too. Shame on them. Uh, let's stand for the supreme law of the land. All right, final story of the hour that I want to get your take on, Becky. There's a congressman. His name is U.S. Representative Madison Cawthorn. He's of North Carolina. And he's predicting bloodshed if elections in America continue to be rigged uh, and so we can debate the rigged all day but he's saying hey if this continues there's going to be bloodshed in america and i uh, unfortunately think that he's right whether it be elections whether it be forced vaccinations uh whether it be forced climate change which they're starting to back into they're trying eventually going to tie vaccinations and climate change together and you'll have these climate credits just communist chinese style about how well you take care of or don't take care of the environment and they're creating this whole scenario but every one of these issues has the potential literally to take divided america over the precipice <laughs> across the Rubicon, whatever term you want to use. Um, and I pray this congressman's wrong, but I'm predicting that he's right. There's too many trigger points, and they're bringing us to the brink on all of them. At some point, a levy's going to break. I don't want it, but I'm telling you, I see it. And I think he's bringing up a very, very important point that we ought to be cognizant of and we ought to be um, acquainted with. Becky? Oh, I couldn't agree more. Um and he's not the only one saying this. I, I don't really attribute too much intelligence to any Congress critter. I think that the worst of the worst and the dumbest of the dumbest are what populate the halls of government. So um, anyone with even half a brain can look out there and say, look, when you are forcing people to take 
a jab that will seriously injure their health or they have to quit their jobs. Okay, I just read a heartbreaking story from a, um, a reader who told me he knows somebody in the armed forces who was forced to take the jab. He does not want it. They told him, look, either take it or you're going to have to start your discharge paperwork. And because he cannot afford it, he has a special needs child um, and he needs the uh, insurance that the armed forces give, okay? That's another thing, folks. All our money is going into the pockets of soldiers and sailors and Marines. That's what it costs to keep an empire going, all right? Um, but at any rate, he was forced to choose. Do I sacrifice my health for my child or what? But uh, this is all by way of saying, Sam, that, yeah, th we are in diabolical times. Satan is stalking this earth, and all of us need to stand up against this horrific evil. There's no doubt about it. The, the evil is at unprecedented levels. But it's up to you and I to turn to God and to repent and to stand for what is right. Right can outflank uh, and outgun, pardon the term, evil uh, easily uh, if we make sure that happens. And, and Sam, this oncoming war that many folks are looking at, you know, again, you deprive people of their jobs and their kids go hungry. There's only so long a man, a real man, will sit and listen to his children cry from hunger when the government is keeping him from working before he'll take up a gun and he'll go fight the bureaucrats and the politicians. So I don't see any way that we're going to avoid it, quite frankly. If the Democrats and the Marxists keep pushing this agenda that, you know, making second-class citizens of people who are refusing the shots, uh, I don't see how we'll avoid war. You can't continue. We learned this with the way we treated American Indians and the way that black Americans were treated for, for decades. Okay? You can't keep pushing people down. They eventually get tired of it, and they rise up. And by the way, American Indians and black Americans were a much smaller minority than the half of Americans who have refused the jab. I haven't seen, and I, I have great skepticism for all these figures. I think that the media lies, and I think the CDC lies when it talks about how many people have been vaccinated, because they want us to think it's almost everyone. So I don't even know that it's as much as half. But let's say for sake of and argument, they basically, they basically admitted that they've lied because they literally tracked, what is it, 37 million Americans now or something like that that they claim of, you know, tested positive with the COVID. But then they, uh, Fauci even said if the cycles are too high on the test, it makes everything turn positive and, and that's a problem and the cycles right. have been too high. The second thing then they said was, you know, at the end of it, they said, well, we really can't tell the difference between flu cases and COVID cases. <laughs> and so now all the data is absolutely, completely worthless under their own admission. And they lie. They lie all the time. So anything involving numbers, I don't think they do anything. I think they just pull these numbers out of the air. And the the number of people who've gotten the jab versus the number they haven't. But let's say for sake of argument, it's half Americans have been jabbed so far and half are not, and half are going to continue refusing. I was so amused, Sam, at the media representation with the FDA did not approve the jab, but the media was reporting that they had. How that was, all of a sudden, all of us were going to line up and get our shots because now it's been approved by a government we distrust. 
But at any rate, I, I digress. When you go treat half your population as if they're lepers, as if they are unclean, you start barring them from civilized pursuits like dinner in a restaurant and a concert. You start telling them you have to show proof that you've gotten our jab before we'll let you work and earn a salary. No, half your population is not going to tolerate that for very long. And this is being calculated to bring about a war that will further divide us and further pit us against each other. What we need to concentrate on is that the neighbor next door is not our enemy. Our enemies are in D.C., our state capitals, our county capitals, our city government, okay? Every level of American government, county, state, local, federal, is hopelessly corrupt, must be eradicated in the coming war. Let's not emerge from this war making the same mistakes that are being made going into it. Let's understand our true enemy is government at every level. We need to get rid of the useless politicians, the sponges that leech off our life's blood. We need to get rid of every single bureaucrat. I'm not advocating that we execute these people. I think far better, Sam, would be to strip them of every single asset they have. Turn them out from the, the courtroom with their clothes on their back, and that's it. They get to go out there, and they get to earn an honest dollar for a change. Meanwhile, we take what they have gotten off our taxes. Nancy Pelosi, with her hundreds of millions, take all of that and redistribute it to the truly poor, Okay reimburse the taxpayers that have supported this leech all their life. Every blue-collar worker. And, and the welfare people, they don't get a dime, and we cut them off, but no further punishment. Okay? We need to think about these kinds of things as this war is impending. We need to have our goals set out. Our only goal in this war should be freedom. It shouldn't be freedom and a minimum wage. It shouldn't be freedom and a strong police force. It shouldn't be freedom and a lot of, of action overseas. No, our only goal. It shouldn't be freedom and but protection of my favorite government program or whatever it be, government school, Absolutely. whatever it be. It shouldn't be any of those things. No, it has to be a purely fought war for freedom. Okay, that's one mistake that the founders didn't make too many. But that was one thing that I think they did wrong. They got too distracted with other things, other issues. Um, there were some of them that were bringing in, we need to get rid of slavery at the same time as we have the new country and that sort of thing. We need to focus very clearly. It's going to be for freedom from political government, freedom from every Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's be very clear about this. We're not advocating for war. I started the program very intentionally saying, look, we follow the Prince of Peace. We follow Jesus Christ. We want peace. Okay, but you know what? The question is, will they let us? Restore America peacefully. Will they let us avoid a war? And sadly, I don't think they will. They love power and control too much. And that's the problem. Yep. You know, Sam, we're, we're kind of like the kid in the schoolyard that the bully will not leave alone. We've kept retreating across the schoolyard. We're saying, just leave us alone. Look, we're not any harm to you. Leave us alone. And the bully will not listen. He's, he's now backed us into a corner, and his fist is coming up to connect with our nose. What do we do? Do we stand there and take it? Or do we say, okay, I got no place else to run. Now I've got to face this, and I've got to fight this guy. 
Okay, that's that's where we're at. So if we don't stand up soon, the history of Marxism is replete with people who didn't stand up soon enough. I think of Solzhenitsyn's quote where he said, in the gulags, we all sat there, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing wildly, he said it much more eloquently, but in the gulags we sat there and we wondered, why did we let them come out at night to take us one by one? Why didn't we wait for them? Why didn't we kill them when they came into our buildings? Yeah, we had only hammers and they had guns, but if we had ganged together, if we'd hit them on the head, if we had done anything to preserve our liberty and our lives, and instead we just melted away in front of them. Okay, Marxists are bullies. Bullies don't go away on their own. You have to stand up and confront them. And they see concessions as weakness, not as compromise. Okay, once you concede to them, once you say, okay, I'll give up this liberty if you'll just leave me alone, they keep going for more. This is how bullies operate. We need to recognize this. We need to firmly resolve no more. We need to say, you know what? The January 6th Patriots in jail, we're marching today to free them. This is an outrage and a blotch on American freedom that these people are being held incommunicado, being tormented, being tortured, being deprived of legal help, have been held now for six to eight months. Okay? No. No more. No more. We need to stand up and tell these Marxists this is not who we are as a people. Ladies and gentlemen, if enough of us stand up, we might get a lot of stuff done peacefully. That's the hope. That's the prayer. But ladies and gentlemen, make no mistake, we shall not lose our liberty. Not on my watch. I'll do everything that I can to preserve liberty with every breath I have to preserve liberty for myself and for my children and their children and for future generations of Americans. So committed were the founders and so committed are we. We pray that you will be so committed as well. For Becky Akers and Sam Bushman, God save the Republic of the United States of America.